The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's what's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around a pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. Yes, you are. Hello, sir. What's up, bro? I did it. Is this your first time on the set? First time in two years. Don't bust my chops. <laughs> What's up? How you doing, buddy? We're hanging in there, hanging yep. in there. Yep, yep. What is this behind me? Oh, this is my cutting board by Ian Hemmings. From CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com out of Texas. Holy mackerel, you look at this told thing. You. I told Dude. you the brisket board is Dude. massive. Dude. Dude, I put a picture on this thanks, past Thanksgiving. I had a, he had got it to me just before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I had put a, the turkey on it just for a size comparison. Uh-huh. Everyone asked me why I was uh, cooking a chicken on Thanksgiving instead of a turkey. I go, yep. dude, that's a 25-pound turkey. Oh, yeah. That's how big that boy is. And it looked is. like a small three-pound chuck roast on that thing. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. It's, not, it's, it's almost massive. three feet tall. I swear to God, dude, this In, is the, the only cutting the last cutting board you'll ever need. This meat trench is one of the deepest meat trenches I've ever had, ever mm-hmm. seen. And he, dude, the way he carved in the barbecue broker catering for me, like, come on. Fantastic. That is a shop, shop board. I didn't want to cut on it yet. I don't even know if I'm ever going to cut on it. I might just hang the damn thing on the freaking wall. <laughs> Buy another one. <laughs> just to have, just to have it. Oh, ah, shit. Nice. So, nice. Um, <clears throat> cook anything this week? Anything no. good? All hell, obviously, you know, all hell broke loose, so we couldn't get together. <sighs> we could not get together. But uh, life sometimes gets in the way. Oh, life always gets in the way, especially with <laughs> me around my birthday. Hands mm-hmm. down, every year, all hell broke loose. If there loose. wasn't but, any drama, it, life would be boring. But I cooked. Absolutely. But yes, I know you cooked them plate ribs. Ben, cue the three bone. Yeah, I did another three. The other half of mm. the set of the of the three bone double set that I bought that we did together, one plate. I did the other three bone. The picture might be up. We just is it up? I just can't even see it. It's up. We can't see it. Holy moly, dude! Oh, there they are. Nothing like a three bone plate. Come on, right there on the phone. Oh yeah, there it is. Perfect. That's magical. Perfect. Perfect. Isn't that great? Look at. I mean, look. You know, I'm just using that small offset that I have until the back line comes at the end of the fall. I know. I want to look ahead of a smoke ring. That's going to put on my beef ribs. A big one. My wife came home with a present from Costco the other day. She just walks. I didn't even ask for this. She just walks in the driveway with a prime brisket, full packer, 13 and a half pounds. She's just like, I got you something at Costco. I'm like, so that's how it is. I don't ask you bring home prime briskets. I ask you tell me to go F myself. Pretty yeah, much pretty much. As long as you learn. Happens every as long day. as you yeah. learn. <laughs> nice. So the beef ribs were awesome. Nothing. Love the, love the three bone. They're just so much tastier than yep. that four bone, uh, four bone plate. Um, but yeah, dude, it was, it was good. Nice. Life was good this week. Just chilled out, worked hard and, uh, smoked some meats. Just yep. like I try to so I, I actually have to take a quick second and do a quick mea culpa. Yeah, you do. I'm going to step because up. I'm going to step away for this. Everyone, all, 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 favorite. <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, mess, <laughs> I got a call from Messy Mike today. Uh-huh. That, uh, today I dropped. Former the, co-host, Messy Mike. Our, the award-winning rib video. Mm-hmm. 
I could have sworn up and down that we used Dan Wright, Wright Rub, in his peach chipotle barbecue sauce, both 2018-2019. Okay. Well, I stand corrected after oh. talking with Mike this morning. Okay. So I went on. Anybody who hasn't watched it, I went on in the description and added what we actually did after we cleared up my confusion. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's a nice link there for Mike if you want to get a hold of some of the sausage and sausage, sausage, <laughs> sauces <laughs> and rubs. Yep. But, uh, you know, clear the, clear the See, air on that when one. You, when you do these YouTube videos, our guest knows probably a little something about, you know, Absolutely doing YouTube videos. So. And, 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 and you get you in trouble. You got to be... Yeah, I gotta be precise. I, oh man, gotta be precise. I could have sworn. Oh, the up haters, and down the haters are gonna come. That we used Dan stuff both times, but I was mistaken. So I, Mike, used messy Mike stuff. Call me up like a soldier, like a gentleman. Yep. You know, hey, listen, you're wrong on the video. By the well, way, is, correction. You know, this instead, is what of, I, instead of instead oh, of drag you instead of the dragging me through the mud on social media and be immature you know, and be cowardly because that's coward there is, shit. There right is there. six thumbs down on the video, but oh, whatever, whatever. Thanks for the six views. And if you think that's a terrible video, go look at my rump steak video. That one sucked. <laughs> but but yeah, no. Everything that second um, actually the first year we dusted with Mike's rub, mm-hmm. and then nineteen was all Mike's messy Mike's barbecue rub. And his original sauce, mm. you know the hot, the hot, the spicy sauce. That's my personal favorite. That mm. too. But uh, so, anywho, anywho, we got a nice cigar today. Yep, and, Perez uh, Carrillo. Love was, these, by the way. Yes, yes. One of my favorites. E.P. Carrillo. Yep. It's Carrillo, eh, not Carrillo. Whatever. I'm, I, Stop I it, Carrillo. So you know, someone I'm not. Yet. You know how this goes. Whether we're barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Mm-hmm. Today, we are smoking the E.P. Carrillo Pledge. If you pick one of those up, be sure to check behind the wrapper to see if you want a major award. No one told me about that part! Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world. And so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two guy cigars. Dot com. But you were so good with the, they, 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 they pulled a little, a little curveball on you there, and they snuck a little something else in there that you weren't ready for, but I think you handled it pretty what well. What does lifetime of cigars mean? <laughs> it means we better be they getting didn't a lifetime say, of If you pick one of these cigars up and you take, that every time. you take the wrapper off, if you see the E.P. Carrillo signature on it, yep. you won, and there's a couple of important steps you need to follow to make sure you claim your award, and it's kind of a, a cool giveaway that they're doing. Nice, yeah. good stuff. A little, a little daring with the blue on the band. Mm. That's a blue is a very daring color when in the cigar world. Why is that? So it doesn't sometimes look right in the box or on the shelves. Or you know, the, I like it. I think it stands. The out 2014 beautiful. cigar though was uh, cigar of the year was a light baby blue one, which I thought was yeah. pretty good. Anyway, moving on. But yes, we got anyway, important things to we do. Got giant. Let's we go, have, guys. We have a massive mm-hmm. a guest. How how would I say it? Um, we have one we a have, barbecue passionado, a we, barbecue celebrity, legend, he's, he's, legend, legend. He's, a good he's word. Reaching legend status, although <laughs> you know, legends usually are in the past. But this guy's a living legend, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm someone I've been following and creeping on for a long time. So okay, you done? 
I'm Let's done. get right to it. Let's Ladies go. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to us live from Waxahachie, Texas, mm. the one, the only, Matt Pittman of Meat Church Barbecue. Hell yeah. Matt, what's up, brother? What's up, dude? How are you guys? Good. Thank you so much for taking some time to join us today. This is, it's truly an honor. Thanks for sitting through our uh, few minutes of uh, <laughs> bullshit in the beginning. <laughs> it was entertaining, and that's like a 10-foot cutting board behind you, so I'm intrigued. <laughs> This he's, guy's probably right near you somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I can't say anything's down the street. In Dude, Texas, this is called Texas, this is called the actual. This is called the brisket board, and it is easily fit. It's thirty. I think, the biggest brisket you can. I want to say it's yeah. thirty-six by eighteen. It's nice. It's I massive. Mean, you could fit two easy full pound fifteens on there and slice them up nice, easy. It, and this meat trench is dope. Anyway, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, where what do you got? Where are you right now? Um, in my outdoor kitchen. So, uh, Waxachi, Texas, yep. which, uh, is just outside of Dallas. So yeah, this is my outdoor okay. space. Okay. And at home, this is your backyard kind of yeah. setup. Yeah. Look at that. I actually live here. <laughs> he actually nice. ah. Now that that's the whole outdoor kitchen that you do all the videos and everything on and yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. This is it. So, um, anyway, <laughs> Pretty much live out here when I get in trouble with the wife, so I spend a lot of time out here. Yep, yep. Whether you're in trouble or or about to get in trouble, you're you're out there. <laughs> yeah, it, it serves both. It's purposes. a safe haven it by is. the pit. That's for sure. Do you have a name for this uh, said arena? No, the doghouse. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> the barbecue doghouse. Nice, nice. So, Matt, for anybody for you know that might have lived under a rock and does not know the Meat Church brand mm -hmm. or Matt Pittman. Who is Matt Pittman? How did you start your barbecue journey and, you know, how, where did it all begin? You know, I think it's a cool story now. I, I guess I um, took me a while to let it sink in that it's kind of a cool story. So the unique thing is I'm just like everybody else. I just cook in my backyard for my family and friends. And, you know, it started out, we, uh, my brother and I competed uh, under a team named Meat Church, which we thought was just a cool, unique name because barbecue into us is about bringing people together and, you know, hanging out. So Absolutely. making good memories and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So we were competing under the name and we, um, tried out or sent in a, a video to be on the TV show, barbecue pit masters, yep. uh, which we were selected to be on in 2014. And very long story short, we, we figured out that if you make your own stuff, they'll actually air that on the show versus if you buy someone else's, uh, products, they'll put tape over it. So Yep. you know, we only had three weeks to get ready for the show. And I was like, you know what? Like we should do that. So, um, we bottled our rub and took it on the show and it aired four months later and we finished a solid third out of three teams, but they showed our stuff and hence was a kind of accidental birth of meat church. But wow. now when I look back, I mean, it's been six years and, uh, the company's been around six years. And when I look back, I realized really, I could summarize what I do. Um, mainly through social media and videos, I'm just sharing my passion for making barbecue for my family and friends with you. So in the beginning, you know, we had launched Instagram and Facebook all in January of 2014. And like I said, now, when I look back, I realized what I was doing was saying, Hey, here's this, here's this brisket and here's how I did it. And I didn't have any end game. I wasn't trying to, on at the time I wasn't trying to make a business. I was just sharing with you how I did it. And it resonated with people apparently. And, um, I mean, you know, fast forward to now it's, it's a crazy lifestyle brand. I left my uh, corporate job, uh, corporate career of 20 years, which was in leadership of IT, you know, really good job, tough to, 
well, it wasn't tough for me to leave, but it was tough for my wife to let me to leave yeah. uh, with, with four kids. But, uh, you know, I didn't yep. just walk away from some eight to five job. Like I worked pretty hard to get to where I was. And, um, but you know, I tell people now we sell two things. We sell these physical barbecue products and I guess we sell technically whatever it is that Matt Pittman does, whether I'm teaching or partnering with somebody or making videos or whatever, but it's real simple. Every day I walk outside and I cook something and I share with you how I did it. I'm completely non-judgmental of how you do what you do. I don't care what you cook on. I don't care what temperature you cook at. I don't care if you use my rub. It's like you, you do. I don't get to say what tastes good. So you do you. So my whole approach has been, I don't, I don't want to be anybody else. I don't want to do what this guy does. I'm not trying to be the reigning, you know, 400 time grand champion. I'm not trying to have the most successful restaurant. I'm simply trying to share my passion for barbecue with people. And it seems to have worked. And, you know, by not caring what you cook on, I don't care if you cook on a stick burner, a Kamado style grill, a pellet grill. I'm just teaching time and temperature and you get to pick how you cook on a Tuesday, you know, based on your circumstance or your budget or whatever, how you cook it low and slow, hot and fast, what you season it with, you decide. I'm just trying to inspire people to get outside and cook. And like I said, it seems to resonate with people. So we're going to keep doing it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That is a great story. Cause that, that was the, um, wasn't that like like the Texas Throwdown episode? Yeah, you, I think Junior. it was Texas Smoke Wars. Mm. Yeah, you Junior and um, yep, JD right. Davids Meyer. Yes. yes, I mean I've seen every single one multiple times, which I remember you being on. Which was and so that's really cool. That's where you. That's that was where really the, how it that's is. That's how you got Cause, the jump because you know for from a lot of guys, especially now, who you know weren't brought up in Bobby, and especially guys like us. From, you know, the Northeast, you know, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, yeah. where barbecue is almost, you know, pretty much non-existent. Except it's, from it's, a, it's a known few. As, it's known as grilling. Grilling. Here. Um, yeah. Hot and fast, what people do on this, in this um, You know, we all got motivated with and inspired by watching you on mm-hmm. Barbecue Pit Masters going, you know something? I can probably do that. Mm-hmm. And then let's get started. And next thing you know, the passion just, it hooks you. Well, he, he makes it look easy in his videos, too. Yes, it's not. I mean, you do make it look pretty damn <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll just take this brisket. Well, that's a, that's actually a big focal point of mine. Um, you know, I kind of tell people I'm trying to show you a simplistic or straightforward way to make amazing barbecue. If you come to one of my schools, I tell folks, I'm not trying to out-chef you. I'm not going to sit up here and wow you with a magic show. Because I don't care about that. What I care about is if I teach you four meats in a barbecue school, I want to run into you in six weeks and you say, hey, man, I made all four of those or I made those ribs and my buddy said they were the best they ever had. That's all I'm trying to do. And then I'm winning. That's it. Um, And just have fun doing it. So, you know, I followed a guy at a cooking demo that did chicken in front of me and it blew me away. And he's a well-respected chef that I love, love his restaurants. And that was great. There was like a hundred people in the crowd. And at the end of it, it dawned on me. I'm like, you know what? There's probably only like one or two people that will go replicate that. Cause it's too, you know, it's like a three page recipe. I'm not interested. So we're trying to make it easy. There's no shortage of beginners. Um, meat's expensive, you know, it's an expensive hobby. So I just want people to have success with what they're doing and their family to be like, dang, this is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's, awesome. Well, that's then you fun. can buy more meat church and your wife won't be pissed at you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, so basically you have this like pro shop out there. You have, uh, you sell, um, you know, obviously uh, products, but also like vessels too. Yeah. So meatchurch.com is what we've been about since day one. But when I left my corporate job, 
I was thinking about my dad who had a hardware store at one point. I said, you know what? We live in kind of a, I say it's a small town. It's not that much of a small town anymore, but it has a really historic downtown. Like our, our courthouse is the um, number one most photographed courthouse in the state. It's really pretty. So it's got a cool downtown vibe. And so we found a building that was built in 1890. And I said, this would be cool to create like a barbecue supply shop in. And we already had our online presence and our in our wholesale business, which is again, how we make most of our money. But I thought, well, this would be cool, fun little project to open. And I didn't expect it to be a destination thing. Mm. But this past Friday, we um, had Rosewood Blocks come in to sell their meat church cutting boards all the way from Arkansas. And I decided, wow. people ask me, are you in the shop all the time? And, I, and I'm, I'm in and out. And I said, well, I'll come in that day. And I'll, if you bring me a brisket or buy one for me, I'll trim it for you for free. I'll teach you how to trim it and I'll trim it. The doors opened at 11 and we had like 60, 70 people in line. And I trimmed briskets till we sold out in the middle of the afternoon. And, you know, the first the first three people that I trimmed for had driven about four hours each. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like you drove four hours for me to trim this brisket for you. So it's I mean, it's I'm starting to realize that what we've created is pretty special. And it's yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. And like I said, yeah. But, you know, that's got to be an incredible feeling, though. You know, listen, I mean, to just, you, some of the you stories. open the doors of a business and somebody comes to walk in to see you. And I'm like, man, I created this thing that day more than any day. It hit me. I'm like, man, I can't believe people drive to come see whatever it is that we're doing. That's not amazing. It's amazing. It makes you, it's, it's pretty it's, cool. It's validation, but also it's, it, it's just, like you said, you know, it's all love and, and what you, your philosophy and what you're putting out there is obviously working. It's bringing people together yeah. and, and it's, it's motivating people and, and giving people, uh, you know, the, the courage to, to try something that maybe they wouldn't necessarily try because, again, you make it look so damn easy. So well, we easy. try. I mean, you know, I don't take it for granted. Somebody goes and buys a prime rib or even a brisket. Yeah. Well, hell, take it back to – I tell people that I was a steak snob before a barbecue guy. I was afraid to go buy a nice steak like in the in a, in a grocery store. You know, if a steak was 25 30 bucks, I'm like, I'm going to screw that up. Mm. So, anyway, got to start somewhere and – what is, you know, you got to eat, right? I'm lucky. I'm in. I'm in the business of feeding people. So people got to eat. <laughs> That's it. So, so, you know, so, sometimes you, even the eat. Sometimes even the mistakes taste good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and you're probably you're probably drinking something you know that's pretty good while you're making it. Even yeah. if you're screwing it up, you're having a good time. N- numbs the taste buds a little bit. Yeah. 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 So, um, what are you gonna say? No, go. Um, so did you say, you, did you sell like smokers out of your place at all? Or Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just got away from your question. No so problem. yeah. Um, the store is, is really, I tell people it's the story of my barbecue journey. So everything in there is either a partner of ours or a friend of ours. There's nothing in there. I'm simply trying to make a nickel off of. So I sell everything from obviously our seasonings. So I sell some friends seasonings and sauces, and then I sell uh, Traeger products and Yeti products. So we're currently only carrying one grill up a big partnership with Traeger Okay. and how much I evangelize them. It only made sense that, you know, people come to a school that often they want to buy the grill. So it makes sense that we would, we would have that. Uh, and like I said, I've got, I work with Yeti and I've got all kinds of their stuff in there. It's kind of like a one-stop shop for, you know, for dudes. I mean, hey, a lot of girls come there too, but uh, mm. our, our downtown square is a bunch of women's boutiques. So you got to give the guys something, something to do. That's actually a, <laughs> we're going location, we're going location, location. Hey, hey, girls go shopping. We're going to church. That's it. Going to church. Meet I church. love it. I love it. So are you a Pella guy through and through? Is this uh, I don't want to get you in trouble on this. This is going to be here forever with your answer. So we don't want to get yeah. you in trouble. But are you a, are you a Pella guy who, um, you know, because as a Texas, you know, being in Texas, I'm, I'm thinking maybe you're, you know, more, I just 
not knowing maybe, but I'm thinking most guys would want to go with like a a traditional offset or something like that. Yeah. The pellets are coming around for a lot of people, but I didn't know if they were popular in Texas. What's your view on that? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, Texas barbecue is an offset, period. And uh, let's see if this works, but I'll take you on a field trip real quick. I love field trips. Woo. Woo. Let's so, go. Yeah, I hope the viewers don't get too Ben sick, likes field trips. Our producer um, Ben loves field trips, right, Ben? Did you guys fill out your permission slips? Oh, God, shit. Yes. Uh, uh, dear, so uh, I, don't know, I don't know how many Epstein's people have mother. an offset stoned in their outdoor kitchen. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, so this is oh. wood in there. Yeah, see, there's my house, so I do actually live here. Yeah. Uh, but that's, <laughs> that's my offset, like, yeah. stoned in the kitchen. So wow. this is... You know, this is where it Cemented began for in. me, but not always practical to run that. I yeah. mean, and back here, I have, uh, you know, a commercial old hickory, old hickory. for bigger jobs, yep. CTO. Yep. Yep. Um, and I don't have everything out right now. Not everything is permanently affixed. Um, I have a, I have a Santa Maria that's uh, actually stoned in the island. It's, it's <laughs> on the floor cause we were shooting videos. So we kind of pulled the top off. Um, and then here behind me, I've got a custom fabricated mill scale live fire grill. That's got, you know, I can do everything from asado to, I can hang animals on an iron cross. It's got plancha. Ooh, and then behind yeah. it, you see two Traegers. Um, and I mean, I even have an egg back there. Yeah. I used to be one of bigger eggs ambassadors and, you oh, know, okay. still love my, I have an egg, still love my egg heads. Yeah. Great, I mean, back here, pizza. we've got a, yeah. a Lynx pizza oven oh, and you go. can't see right here, but that's a, that's a blaze flat top because I'm a wannabe short order cook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> all right. So to answer your question, <laughs> and I say this all the time, I have 30 grills and smokers and it starts with an offset, but people are busy these days and how often do you have 12 hours to build and run a fire? I, I have four kids and I don't have, I mean, I, I love y'all to come over and drink beer and run the stick burner. Yep. A pellet grill affords me the ability to cook outside every single day, no matter what I've got going on. So, yep. um, although my biggest partnership was with Traeger, I'm their barbecue guy. And I mean, I cook on that thing all the time. You know, my, my belief at the core is the right tool at the right time. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it again, it could depend on how much time you have, it could be your budget. Um, it could be all sorts of things. So, mm -hmm. is that your? Uh, do you use the Traeger for your, any hot and fast? Or do you prefer a specific uh, coal vessel, or you know, like a PK or you know? Yeah, I don't go to. I mean, I do wings at like four hundred and fifty degrees on them. Okay. Um, but you know, I kind of do. I do more lower stuff than anything. Uh, but I, I mean, the Timberline goes up to five hundred. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have this Max sitting on a ranger their portable unit uh which this is funny i i took the drip tray out of it and if you look at some stuff i posted this week i was searing at 867 degrees and people are like i didn't know a traeger could go that hot i'm like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know they could have to go that hot either <laughs> yeah well you're not supposed to take the drip tray out so as soon as traeger sees this they'll probably cringe but <laughs> <laughs> get all about that inside a secret all about like that. that's a pro tip it's all about the airflow see absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> but you know i'm looking at the chat here and it's absolutely blowing up we blowing do have up. one from our good friend craig mcpherson aka cmac um he says he had the uh, privilege of meeting you in Memphis in May 
See, uh, if you can remember the extremely tall guy you gave a hat to in Memphis in May, he's still rocking it. He's like eight feet I love tall. It. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. He's, he's, he's like seven, six, six, ten. Six, you know, ten. So just a measly, seven feet. A measly. If you're six, ten, what the hell is this? I mean, what is not that? <laughs> not much. Who's going to get up there to measure the, exactly. the remaining two inches? <laughs> I, she has, that's a good point. Anytime, I, anytime I'm at an event, I secretly have a little bit of merch with me and, and give it away. So... That's pretty cool that he still wears it. And we missed Memphis in May this year. It was going to be, I guess, Memphis in October. And then mm-hmm. as COVID has ruined everything, it was weird to not have Memphis in May. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, man. you know, looking real quick on, you know, the new stuff here and there. Looks like it's turning, rearing its ugly head again. They're starting to shut down New York again, I guess, this oh, afternoon. It's unbelievable. Different boroughs and all that. So who knows? But I'm over it. Yes, yeah, for sure. Too. But Obviously, look- it was... Sitting right yes. here <laughs> next to each other. We're social distancing. <laughs> this is what we call <laughs> for. Uh, well, that's why we're not doing our barbecue schools right now. Like my, I, what I didn't show you was the sitting. And this is actually where I teach my schools, and we max it out at forty people. We're trying to keep it a cool, intimate event, and and uh, our state's seventy five up to seventy five percent capacity now. But I couldn't really distance you and. You know, I'm sure people right. would say, oh, it's okay. I'd still rather come, but I don't know. It's just you don't want the bad publicity and flack from, you know, I don't want to do anything stupid, but right, right. I'm getting blown up by people. When are you going to start your schools again? And I'm itching to do it, but, you know, yeah. we're just having to wait. Yeah. Well, well, we'll jump to that. Uh, that was a great segue. Um, what does your school consist of? Like I know um, our, our friend uh, Andy Husband's. From the smoke shop in Boston, yep. he does a school, and like once a month, he'll do a you know a brisket or a uh, shoulder. You know, he breaks it down different proteins, different uh, each month. Mm-hmm. Now, do, do you do that yourself, or is it like a whole array of diff- like three proteins per you know class? So they all vary, but typically I call it a half day barbecue school and we advertise that we're going to, if it's half day, it's five to six hours and we're going to teach you four meats. So most of the stuff is cooked overnight and is finishing in the morning. Obviously, you know, with barbecue, um, you can't fit it all in, you know, that time period, but we almost always do brisket because that's what people pay for. Right. Mm -hmm. Like people, people want to come to Texas and learn brisket. Um, we'll do the other three meats vary, but a typical class could be brisket, ribs. It could be shoulder. It could be, we try to throw unique stuff in there like barbacoa. Um, but really, well, okay. So you're talking four proteins in a five to six hour class plus fire management, all my background, you know, tips and tricks, all the tools we use, all that stuff goes without saying you get fed until you're gorged, but the classes have evolved to where, you know, I have a team. I actually even have a food stylist. We, bring in now we pair everything with something so um the last two we did at the beginning of the year before everything went nuts everything was served with something so you know some sort of side that we made you know try to elevate it um on brisket for instance i go kind of crazy we trim the brisket in front of everybody mm-hmm. and then i told everyone how to waste nothing i took the fat and we started to make beef tallow with it um okay and then i took all the trimmings we ran them through a grinder right in front of everyone uh, and then we went over to that mill scale live fire grill and we made smash burgers for the whole class. So totally uh, off the menu, you got, you, you, you're getting, you're being sold four meats, but you're getting four meats, four sides. And Oh, by the way, here's this smash burger. Wow. Brisket smash burger. Yeah, um, no doubt. Yeah. So, is so it we've got locals or we, we had a video coming? on that too, on our YouTube channel. There's a, there's a brisket 
trimming smash burger video that was actually shot in the middle of class. I said, oh, wow. Hey, y'all hang on one second. We did like, you know, it was quick. It's like a minute, but just trying to teach you something else unique to do. And that's the fun part about it. People are like, Oh man, I used to just throw that trim in the garbage. And then the light bulbs go off with people because I teach you a pretty aggressive trim. So you make a nice, even brisket. So the whole, it's a Texas brisket. So the, the thinnest part of the flat, you know, we trim away and you have real right. thick slices through the whole thing. Well, now people can't say, Oh, you're wasting that meat. Cause I threw it in a grinder and I made a hamburger out of it or I put it in chili. Yeah. Cause a lot of times um, you're taking off a good, you know, three, sometimes, you know, three or four inches of that, of that totally. real thin flat just to get that nice rounded kind of end. Look. Exactly. Yeah, if you, you go look on our Instagram, just a couple of posts ago from the having people in our shop on Friday, I have a brisket laying there that's seasoned and you yeah. see, it's kind of nice round curve at the end. You know, we took, three pounds off that brisket, but we trimmed it and, you know, uh, we use our made with meat grinder and handed a bag of the trim to the customers we do the same thing in the school. So, um, and then at the end of the school, we used to do a little pop-up shop here, but now my barbecue supply shop's only two miles away. So we all go over there and like everyone goes, it's like you go to the concert, you want to buy the t-shirt. Well, now we go to the shop and literally every tool I use from the knives, the thermopins, the disposable cutting boards, the gloves, all the way to the seasonings and sauces and, grills or whatever you know you can get you can get over there so it ends up being like That's a ton awesome. of fun like it's turned into where you know guys bring their buddies i get requests to do bachelor parties like i don't know what's wrong with these guys but on my bachelor That's... party i wasn't going to see some other dudes play with their meat but <laughs> it. There, it is. there it is you brought it right back down to our level Thank so, you. so are these more getting more local people coming to these classes or like you get tourists flying in or mix of both. Yeah, both. So if you go, if you go to Meat Church Facebook, there's a pinned video at the top, or you can go to our YouTube and you'll see a video with Malcolm Reed, How to Barbecue Right, and yep. myself. He came here. I try about it, when things are rolling once a quarter. I try to bring a friend in, and we we split up. Those are the best. You yes. know, that person does two things. I do two things. Well, when Malcolm came, I said, "Hey, man, if you don't mind, we'll double up. We'll do one Saturday. We'll do one Sunday because only forty people, so eighty total." And in that video, you'll see I had people from 18 states and four different countries. And so there's a guy that talks in the video from Italy, Yeah, like literally flew here for the class. So, I mean, I've got like the tourism group here in Waxahachie putting people up in hotels. Wow. And I'm like, I can't believe you like fly here to do this. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there's obviously a lot of local people now I joke. All yep. the local people have been here, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people come in, people come in from all over the country for sure for these. Yeah. Cause I, re I remember, um, Malcolm actually talking about that on one of his shows, one of his podcasts. His podcast, yeah. Now, was that when you guys got together, I, was that at the end of last year, if I wasn't mistaken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly right, because we talked about it in the spring at a Traeger launch event, and we finally made it happen about, I don't know, sometime around this time last year uh, when we did it. And then I, and I said, well, let's make a video while you're here. So we did right. smoke fried wings oh, in the backyard. Yeah that my son and his son ended up eating at the end. So it was, it was a blast. And he's like, man, I don't even care if I make money. Like you really don't like, it's so much fun. Right. That's what I miss the most about. I mean, I miss live music and I miss teaching our classes. So I'm, um, mm -hmm. I currently do these virtual classes for Traeger once a month on Thursday night. That's fun. And that gets it out a little bit, but there's yep. nothing like having everybody here, especially when it's about to get cold. You got to bundle up a little. Yeah. So we'll see if we can't sneak <laughs> one in coming up. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I remember Malcolm saying it was, just like that, I, I I don't know if it was a, it was necessarily the guy from Italy, but I think it was a, a father and son mm -hmm. yeah. from like the Middle East. They they flew in on a private jet just to take the class. He goes, he goes, I couldn't believe it. Me and Madison, they go, you're from where? 
You, you yeah. literally just flew over for the half day class or the full day class. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, power to you. Let's go. Let's get. Let's throw some smoke in the air then. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys are gonna have to come down for one once they get rolling again. You'd you'd love it. You heard um, that, Mrs. Mags. Yes, you heard that. <laughs> Looking in the chat, I know she's in there. But uh, but yeah, oh that that sounds like an incredible class. Incredible. That does sound like fun, man. Now, obviously, in the class, you you use your seasonings. Ooh, I have a question yeah. about that, actually. Absolutely. Um, I'm not afraid to use, you know, I'm, I'm not all things to all people. There's things that we don't have. So I'm not afraid to use somebody else's stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, people helped us get where we are. So we try to do the same thing. Um, you know, so I definitely try to share other people's stuff. Um, I pretty much only use one person's sauce. Now I use meat niche out of Kansas city, Mitch Benjamin, really good friend of mine. Okay. And so I rep his sauce, but that's, that was a natural thing. I just used it so much, but on the seasoning side, I think I for barbecue, I have everything I need normally, but I still appreciate other stuff. Mm. So I will sprinkle in some other stuff from time to time. But we've got nine barbecue rubs right now. So we, we have most of the spectrum covered, always looking to do something else. But listening to our customers, we figure out new uses for our existing rubs all the time. Like mm. I'll put a poll on our private Facebook page. We got this page called the Meat Church or the group called the Meat Church Congregation. And I'll ask and I'll get all kinds of ideas like, oh, I didn't think about putting that on popcorn or, or yep. whatever. Yep. Yep. We're in there. All right. So nine. We're members okay, of the hold, Meat Church Congregation. Nine. Did you hold know on. that? You Did got you me. Know? You got me because I only got eight here. So we got to so figure out you, my notes. Because I would like to, I would like to, uh, two things. Why don't you run us through this nine? Because I thought there was only eight, too. Run us through quick all your rubs, and I want to know your go-to. I want to know what oh, Matt okay. Pittman okay, grabs well, for his go-to got, brisket. I've got a set behind me. Let me, let and me his grab go-to ribs. All right. Okay. Go-to ribs and go-to brisket rub. Dude, that's like asking your favorite kid. Today on the show, go ahead. Okay. who was your favorite child? All I right. need to know. Go ahead. Let's Pick. go. Pick. Your boys are in the audience. Pick one. <laughs> I got my twins in the Go audience. Ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Which one are you gonna crush? Ooh, God, meeny, meeny, miny. Forget it. We'll, the daughter. We'll do that later. <laughs> yes, the daughter. She's not here. Uh-huh. Sorry, boys. Love her. <laughs> my twins are sitting behind the set right now. Eleven-year-old, but little shitheads. Anyway, I'm listening. I feel the same way. <laughs> uh, I have an eight and nine-year-old terrorist. Yep. Uh, at any moment, they're likely to come running outside and just hijack the entire your video. podcast. Yep. <laughs> I, like, I, I, have to lay, I have to lay down a pretty sick bribe before I come out here. I'm like, all right, I've got the door locked. Here's what we will do if you behave, and yep. we'll see. Yep. I've, I've, <laughs> had, I've had my two hijack the show twice. Oh yeah, <laughs> they've come up. And hey, just... but, but the, that's the good thing about COVID. It's the norm now. The dogs barking, the kids are, in, <laughs> absolutely. You know, so it is what it is. My son was negotiating with me. He's like, "I'll behave if we stop by Popeyes for a spicy chicken sandwich on the way home." Oh, that was smart tough. kid. And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> twist my arm, son." He obviously listens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. What do we got? What do we got? All right, you want me? You want me to do the rundown, or you want yeah. me to answer your question about li- both rundown? You want first? me to go through them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just in case right, anyone so these out are, there these are is living looks, under so, an actual uh, They rub. sit out here in the kitchen. So yep. the first rub is Meat Church Holy Cow. It's mm-hmm. our beef rub. Okay. So, it, I mean, I say it's our beef rub, but it's also great on, on poultry if you want like a central Texas thing. So Texas barbecue is 50-50 salt and pepper. That's what this is, but I add a little garlic to it. So mm-hmm. it's the only thing I put on steak. It used to be the only thing I put on brisket. I'll get back to that in a second. But um, all things beef, Bloody Marys, this is number one. Ooh. Now – it's got a bunch of coarse cracked pepper in it. So some guys are like, oh, it's way too peppery. So tell them to pull their skirt up and 
you know, toughen up. That's a, that's Done a man's deal. barbecue rub right I there. I love it. Tell him how it is, beef, Matt. Tell right. how it is, dude. The other rub I took on Barbecue Pitmasters is Honey Hog. Yes. By the way, let me back up. When I found out I could bottle this stuff to go on the show, I'd been gone from the place. I, I was at a place buying an ingredient for this rub. And 10 minutes after leaving the place, I called the guy back and I said, make my beef rub and call it Meat Church. Holy cow. That was 10 minutes to birth the company. Wow. Um, wow. All right. The other rub we took on the show is our honey hog. Yep. Honey hog is an all purpose, but it has honey powder added to it, which gives you kind of a natural sweetness. So this was my OG rib rub, pork rub, chicken rub. Okay. Um, amazing color. You know, my eight-year-old has his own bottle of this in my truck, in my shop, labeled with his name on it. He just pours it in his hand, just eats it straight. He, nice. he you know, inhales it on popcorn. Nice. <laughs> Let's just keep this in order. All right. So we'll, we'll go with the progression. From there, I took that rub, and there was a lot of Chipotle rubs in the market. So I put jalapeno in this one and called it Honey Hog Hot. A lot of people may, you know, a lot of your listeners may get turned off by hot. It's not that hot. Like you got to try it. You yep. put it on chicken or chicken wings and it cooks down to just have this crazy unique flavor. It's not really okay. hot. Beautiful. This is an unsung hero. Awesome. Um, from there I went with the best name. I was trying to go after like a John Henry pecan rub and I added a pecan flavoring. It's not any actual nuts to our D's nuts. You know, that's, be your that's what name. I'm missing. D's nuts. You didn't know about D's nuts? I did, but it completely blew my mind. Cause the first <laughs> thing my I thought kids, was my, my son's laughing over there. Cause just... and in the, in, in, in this category, I actually own the trademark D's nuts. So, you know, we're oh, serious about shit. it. Nice. Um, this is great. This is meant for pork and chicken. I don't really care for it on that, okay. but I love it on salmon and inside the cream cheese of like jalapeno poppers. Ooh, nice. Um, this one reminds me of cilantro, though. You know how a big popula- big percentage of our population thinks cilantro tastes weird? Yeah. You either yes. love this or you hate it. That's true. Okay. So there's some, there, it has a cult following, but there's a bunch like, of people that just don't like it at all. So it's cilantro tastes like whatever soap. floats your boat. It tastes like soap to a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. That yeah, isn't that yeah. crazy? Thank yeah. goodness not me. So but. damn delicious. How do you have uh, beef cheek barbacoa with a little cilantro on there? That's right. That's <laughs> right. Our, our real all-purpose is gospel. It's a southwestern plate. Uh, flavor profile it's good on anything yep. so i could compare it to honey hog uh but not the sweetness with the honey powder okay so if you could only buy one rub this is where we were going with this okay so we did a limited edition collaboration three years ago of holy cow in the gospel so holy, holy gospel. gospel yep and came up with I've had that actually i've had that holy gospel yep which this was a turning point for the company i was teaching a barbecue school the day we released it and I pulled up my phone in the school to see how much we had sold. And I was like, I thought something was wrong. I'm like, Oh my God. You know, on our little website, we'd sold like 35 grand or something by noon. I was like, are you kidding me? And, um, anyway, we were going to run it for two, three months. And then I said, all right, that's enough. And all these people reached out and said, can't get rid of it. It's in my competition flavor profile. Now what we realized is we had created a top two rub, as um, not, I won't, it wasn't a joke. I mean, it's a good rub, but it was kind of like a Yeti coming out with a new cup color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You already had it, you know, anyway, that's, so this is a, this is a top three rub for us. It was two at the time, but we had a new entrant into the tops, which I'll get to in a second. Um, I'll just jump right to it. Holy voodoo, which we released last year. This is, uh, this is top two. I yep. mean, Holy cow, Holy voodoo, Holy gospel and honey hog are all neck and neck. Mm. Uh, but this thing I'm real Cajun influenced and I wanted something a little more salt, a little more bite. And 
this thing is like it's like good on everything. You could put this on a dog turd and it would be good. I mean, so I hear. John cooked those. <laughs> I tried week, it actually. But this is this is like this is the business. Like I, this is the one that people ask. We have a magnet with all of our flavors. Yeah. And people are like, you need to find an everything logo for this one. So I love that. Plus, it has really cool art that you know I had commissioned that was unique yes. to us. So yeah. I love this one. That is cool. I've had that. Chris has. I think we've got two more. Um, we got a fajita rub. You're going to be a rub company in Texas. You got to have a fajita rub. This yep. is a little unique though. It's got a little citrus in it. Uh, it can come across kind of salty, but it sounds weird. I tell people use less of it. Um, it, you know, a little bit goes a long way, but not only is it good on fajitas, this is my vegetable rub. So we make, oh. and don't tell anybody that I eat vegetables. The meat church guy got a reputation. Every once in a while, you get the greens but, in there. <laughs> But we, we cast iron vegetables almost every night, and this is what we season it with. Okay. Uh, so it's salt, pepper, garlic, onion, little citrus, so it's super good. And then I don't have the other one out here, but I have another collaboration where we took our honey rub um, and our honey hog, and we made a honey bacon. And I just don't have it sitting out here because yeah. this rack holds eight. But honey bacon is another – it's a lot like honey <laughs> hog, but, you know, obviously bacon makes everything better. Yeah, It's great sure. on ribs. So those are, those are the nine barbecue rubs. And then we've got four gourmet rubs, garlic and herbs, seasoned salt, lemon pepper, and a seafood hey, rub. He's good. He's good. Ooh. I got the gourmet. I go, let, let's dive into the, the gourmet, gourmet line yeah. I saw. Now, what, what, what does the yeah. gourmet line consist in, you know, why so, the gourmet line? The gourmet, the, the reason that it came about was we had a seasonal in, a, in one of these big bottles and, uh, Little did I know that there was a 59-year-old trademark on the term seasonal from a little company called Morton's. So their lawyer came calling <laughs> up. They were, well, we better rename that one. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was the only seasoning that we had in a big bottle that wasn't really a barbecue rub. I mean, it's a, it's a seasoned salt. So we decided to call it seasoned salt. And I had been wanting to come out with some stuff that I use in my kitchen. Like I use lemon pepper and garlic and herb and, yep. you know, Old Bay. And, mm. and I was like, you know, I, I want to have those. So we put them in a, they're in a smaller bottle because you'll use a lot less of it. Yep. And we moved that bottle to that line. It just made more sense. Delicious. And, um, that one has a big time cult following. It's funny. I, I, we had to repackage that three and a half years ago and I still get questions and emails on whatever happened to your season on. I'm like, well, we renamed that like a really long time ago, <laughs> but yeah. The attorneys came and knocking. That's, you gotta, yeah. You know? yeah. You answered the door on it that happens. one. <laughs> You want to be big time, you're going to have attorneys knocking every once in a while. It's the whole thing. Yeah, that, it's the cost, that of doing, cost of doing business. Absolutely. It's, by the way, like like <laughs> if you ever go to sell a koozie and you call it a koozie on your website, you're going to get a letter from Bic, the company Bic, like Bic Pens. They're going to reach out to you and say, you can't call that a koozie. And while <laughs> yeah. you're at changing the term koozie on your website, don't call it one of these other 99 terms. It sounds like koozie. Oh, jeez. So. <laughs> yep. The rules. I've always liked to yeah. bend the rules. Fabric can cooler. That's what, yeah, they're can coolers on our <laughs> website. Copy that. Fabric, fabric can cooler. Fabric can cooler. Awful. <laughs> Copyright that. Jump in the game. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, what else you got? I don't, I mean, I just, nothing really. I I think of, I, I could go on, but I want to oh, make sure Matt plugs, uh, you know, all his plugs he wants yeah. to plug while we have so the Matt, time. So, Matt, like I said earlier, you know, thank you so much for taking some time out. Where can everybody find you on social media? Again, these are for the people that live under the rock. Yes. I don't know. Right? Yeah, I mean, we're, like I think we're known for our Instagram, uh, which is at Meat Church. That's me and what I do. Um, we created one for our shop, Meat Church, BBQ Supply. But just go to at Meat Church. You'll find everything. I okay. put everything there. 
Um, we're, you know, Facebook and Twitter, same handles at Meat Church. Our website, meatchurch.com, it's where I put all of our recipes. Uh, I do video recipes on YouTube, which those are firing. We took off for the summer. Uh, we, we just did, right? Spend a lot of time with the family. So yep. our videos start back next week. Okay. Um, what else are I going to tell you? Anything you got going on that you want people to know about? Oh, hold in on. The works? I do. I do. What? But I wasn't Matt. talking to you. Well, yeah, but Go I, got a, I got a really important one. Now, now, mind you, nobody's watching. Nobody's listening. Okay? Ben, cut us. It's just the three of us. <laughs> and, and young Ben over here. What? No. You, <laughs> ben, don't you dare. Sh- not ready for that. You're almost going to make me swear in church. <laughs> what do you got going on with Richard Rollins? Ooh, <laughs> gas monkey. Saw, I saw that post You guys making a smoker out of an automobile or something? He said, it's, stay tuned. I believe yeah. I'm tuned in on this one. Any hints? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Um, so let me tell you a funny story. Uh, so I cooked for Richard a couple years ago. Uh, a, the guy, my friend Kirk, that shoots our videos and edits them, actually was on the crew at Gas Monkey. He does their audio. And so we hooked up with him a couple of years ago, but I hadn't seen him in a long time. He's been off the grid, you know, dealing with, um, getting out from under his current deal with discovery and whatnot. And anyway, um, a couple of weeks ago, one of my employees calls, he goes, Hey, should I give this uh, Robert Rawlings guy a discount? And I said, Richard Rawlings. And he said, yeah, I said, gas monkey He goes, yeah. I said, he's in the shop. And he said, yeah, he said, he sent you a message. I'm, I don't have any message. So I, he asked you for a discount. Right so <laughs> he sent I know me a that. message on some obscure <laughs> Instagram account that, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was like his burner account. Or he, went all, he went all Karen on, on, on the employees ass. I'd like to speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I go down there with my eight year old and it was actually pretty cool. Cause he's there with his wife in a Ferrari. And my son is at the age that he's enamored with cars. So he got to go outside and start his Ferrari and oh, oh, go so to cool. school and tell everybody that he, you know, drove a Ferrari last weekend. Um, but anyway, so Richard and I are talking about doing a few things. He's got some show concepts lined up and I'll just leave. I can't go into it, but but we're going to work on a project together, a tangible thing. Awesome. Uh, which is going to be super cool. So lucky for me, timing is good for him and timing is good for me. I literally don't have an event the rest of the year. We are like in decompress mode. Yep. Plus, it's our busiest time online. Like, fourth quarter makes our year, so I'm just trying to be focused on that. Got it. So, the time is right for he and I to do something. So, we are actually going to build something that's going to be sick. It's going to be like it's going to be like a smoker made out of like a, an actual rocket that you could that you could fly to NASA and back or some shit. We're going to have to see. I can't wait, wait to see. There's going to be some <sighs> Miller Lite consumed. For sure. <laughs> oh, I'm, nothing I'm sure wrong with that. that. Uh, do you need another beer assistant? <laughs> hey, the day I got my beer deal was the greatest deal, greatest day of my life. Nice. So it's like You're you, you grow up Tuesdays. dreaming of being a rock star, and you sign a contract with Miller Lite. I called my mom like, Mom, you won't believe this. And she's like, what? You're going to be proud, awesome. Ma. Well, Matt, proud. thank you so much. You got a wonderful product. You got a huge following. It was an absolute honor for you to take some Absolutely. time to join us. You Absolutely. know, a c- couple of Northeast Yankees to talk some barbecue with you. We're just trying hey, to well, I'm serious. You guys have an open invite. When we fire this thing back up, you know, shoot me a note. You're welcome to just come. Uh, you can stay here with us. We'll show you a good time. Come down for the weekend. We got a little VIP area off to the to the right of class. We, you never know who you're going to run into. We'll oh, have yeah. we've had major league players, NFL players. Um, I've had, the coolest thing about COVID, by the way, is all the people staying home cooking. 
I mean, I've become really good friends with the current entertainer of the year in country music. I just went to his house, Thomas Rhett cooked for him. He wants to come. There's this list of people that want to come to class. Like I'm thinking maybe we need to do like a VIP (laughs) off the radar class, but you guys need to come and hang out. It's a, you'll have a blast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Matt. Matt, hold on. While we do the outro, just sit tight and we'll, we'll be back in just a minute. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Ben, what an interview. That was what an interview. What a good dude. Awesome dude. Down to earth guy. Yeah. And I, I, I love the fact of it all started with barbecue pit masses. There's hope for us yet. To hustle and get a product <laughs> going in three weeks' time. Ten minutes. With labels and everything is not an easy thing. No. Not at all. No. Nope. But, but oh, man. It, like he does, makes everything look easy. That's it. What a good dude. Perfect. Meet Church Barbecue, everyone. Absolutely. Check it out. Crawl, come out from under your rock if you haven't seen it already. <laughs> well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. Mm-hmm. you have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, find us at uh, Pit Life BBQ on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And yeah, check me out at the Barbecue Broker on Instagram. Um, also, we are awesome uh, group. What's that? We're like twins today. Yeah, we almost colors are a little <laughs> different, but check out our group on uh, Facebook, New England Pitmasters, also on Instagram. Awesome. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Guys are awesome. We love you. Great. Um, the, the community group has been uh getting larger it is a couple couple every day you know oh one quick announcement is for most of the local guys october 24th save the date new england pitmaster and long blue cat brewery collaboration cookout saturday the 24th of october of october so a couple weeks for all you local guys out there save the date kevin uh myself chris and uh len will from the page and uh, the rest of our moderators and admins including yourself are putting this awesome event together and all uh, proceeds will go to charity. So Awesome. Awesome. All right. And Good on that stuff. note. Until next week. To, oh. What? One last thing. What do you got? Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Rest in peace, Passed Eddie. Passed away this Eddie. afternoon. It's age of, young age of 65. Long live Absolute eru- legend. Long live eruption. That's right. Um, and on but that until note, next weekend. Keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling. expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.